0: Yeah. So this year, uh, Debo and Brock. Yep, you're spot on, baby. Those are their, it's their first year with the with the C on their chest. And so uh, something also with the patch that they put on your jersey. There's four stars underneath that C. And so for every year that you are a captain, you you get a, a star filled in. I didn't so, know that. And so since it's my fourth year being a captain. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is my fourth year being a captain. So I have all four stars uh, lit up.
1: You know, this reminds me of when I was a Girl Scout, and you get your patches, and your all get together. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Warner House, brought to you by Thirty Third Team. This is our second episode, and we are coming fresh off an incredible win. Uh, like what, twenty-four hours ago? <laughs> A little bit of like more than that. That's right. Fred was in Pennsylvania, whooping the Steelers' tail. I mean, we're going to talk about more in Ooh, depth of yeah. the whole game, but I just—it's crazy that, yeah, incredible game, incredible game.
0: Yes, that's exactly how you want to draw it up there. Um, in your first game, I've, I've talked about it. It's kind of like a crapshoot that first week because anybody can beat anybody in week one. You want to just be the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. Obviously, winning football is taking the ball away, protecting the ball on offense, and and you want to you want to bring that mentality. You want to bring the physicality from the first jump from the first snap all throughout the game. And I, th- I feel like we did that. No, um, you did huge win. What?
1: We're going to get more into that later. Um, right now, I just want to catch mm-hmm. up because I haven't seen you. What, it's like five days now.
0: Yes, baby. What's up, What's up my so love? You, like, you look so good today.
1: Thanks. I you just look just so had, beautiful. Had a shower, feeling good. I went for a run earlier looking, today. You Thank you. Um, Tell me about your day a little bit. So today, I woke up and I felt fine. I felt good today. I woke up feeling good, I went to the gym, or I went to a cycle class, I went to a bar class, and then I just, I've been in a little bit of a rut, you know, obviously, Um, whatever, if you follow me on social media, you know that, like, I'm taking a little bit of a break, just because I've just had, I mean, social media, there's so many good parts of it, but there's also so many bad, and I think once you get in a rut, it's hard to get out, so I'm just going to take a little bit of a break um, from the haters and the rude people in the world and just kind of like treat myself to some zen me time and just kind of like recharge just because I do do social media full time for my job and you never want to... I don't know you never want to bring negativity into your workplace so i think i'm just gonna i have the liberty of taking a break so i'm just gonna take a break let people calm down come back fresh and with a good mindset and a positive mindset because that's what i want to put on my social media so all that to say um i was actually looking at your social media and i saw that you're approaching four hundred thousand followers how do you how does that make the you braces, feel cut it out no, bro, that's a big deal.
0: I honestly didn't even notice. I I, I, know. I notice. Look,
1: you know. I never look. I never look at like our numbers, but I was like looking today because I was just spiraling, obviously. Um, so I looked at your page and I was like, "Oh my god, you're almost at 400k. That's a really big deal."
0: I yeah. In the in the social media game, hey, 400k, big deal. But you know, you know how I am with social media, baby. But, no,
1: I know, but it doesn't. Um, it's just like yeah, from a no, marketing, cool. from a marketing standpoint. Like you, it's a huge thing. I know that you don't care, and you shouldn't, and that's good because it doesn't really matter to me today. But for monetization, marketing, like that's a huge deal. Just, it's a huge deal. As someone who does it for like her yeah. full time job, it's a huge deal.
0: You Got to bring in the dinero, so I'm happy about that for sure. I know.
1: I'll get you balloons and we'll celebrate. It'll be a good time.
0: So tell me a little bit about Alabama being over there, being home as I don't know if the fans know, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, Sydney's back home in Alabama right now. I'm on the road for back to back away games. Tell tell the people a little bit about how it is being in, in the lovely, lovely south of Alabama. Sweet home, Alabama.
1: No, it's so good. I'm I assuming, mean, you know, I'm so happy to be home. I like called Fred uh, when I got here or I texted you and I told you I was literally like crying from happiness from being home just because it makes me so happy. It makes me feel like me. I know I'm myself in California and we, you know, do our daily stuff and we get by but I'm, I've never been happier when I'm home. I'm never like it's just that feeling of family and this is my hometown. It's just It means everything to me, so I'm so happy to be here. Um, Fred has two away games, so while he's away, I chose to take these two weeks um, and go home and see my mom and my family and just be in the place that makes me the best version of myself. And now looking back, it's actually a good thing that this social media thing happened now because if I was home, it would probably be so much worse. I will probably be so much more depressed, you know?
0: No, we don't need any depression.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing that I'm home. Okay, um, we're going to talking about my in the year. So anyways, yeah, I'm really happy to be home. I'm really excited to be here. And we came off a really exciting weekend because the weekend before I left, we went to the 49ers players party, which we go to every year. Fred, do you want to explain that? Because you had to explain it to me when I first met you.
0: Yeah, for sure. So all throughout training camp, preseason, it's a long draining process. You're out there two a days in the hot sun, full pads on hitting each other. It's a long, a long, long process, right? And you're grinding it through just trying to earn a chance to join the, to be on that 53 man roster to be on the team. So obviously once cut day is, is uh, here and gone, you know, we 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 had the final 53, we have a team party, uh, with all the players and staff, coaches at uh, at Coach Shanahan's house, man, it's you know we just have a good time, enjoy enjoy each other's company. Um, and for him, he he even says it's important to him that you know everybody brings their girlfriends and their wives, uh, so they can all just mingle and get to know each other. So it's a great time, you know. What, what happens at Coach House? Stay at Coach House. I can't <laughs> think a little too much about it, but you
1: know, no, I it, it's a great time. We've had some crazy parties there it's so much fun and every year what's even more fun is that they pick a theme so every year everyone's like oh, what's the theme what's the theme and it's like this like secret and then it comes out what the theme is and you get to pick out your outfit and you always want to like try to go really cute and make his outfit match my outfit so i really enjoy like that week where I'm like, okay, what are we going to wear? Are we going to go costumey? Are we going to go serious? What are we going to do? So it's so much fun and we enjoy that. And I think it's really cool that he does that like at his house because there's a lot of people and bringing that many, I mean, it just shows like he wants to be close to you guys. So I think that's really cool. Um, But yeah, we had a good time. I posted about it on my Instagram about how we were having our last um, regular weekend until – February hopefully so um, yeah Yeah. yeah, so now it's you know of course back to the grind back to you know Sundays so um, Mm -hmm. okay also a big one that we need to touch on is you were named captain and I know that's really important you got the seat on the chest huge deal um right. i never really asked you how does that make you feel or what does that what does that like mean to you
0: yeah um i mean being a cap, being named a captain first of all you know how our team does it is we have a sheet of paper that's passed around amongst all the players on the team and they it has it all 50 uh 53 players on the list and each guy goes through and checks off uh who they want to be named captain you know you, you get uh, i think four a choice of four guys and um and then we just and then they take the highest amount of votes and they they pick they select the captain. So it means the, it means the world to me. Um, it's honestly one of the greatest honors, if not the greatest to to have my teammates, the guys that I'm out there every day with and in the locker room around the building every day, choose me to want to lead them. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's cool and everything to have the C on your chest. But it's even uh, I think it just means more that uh, they rely on me, you know, through through thick and thin of of the good and bad throughout the season to look at me as one of the the guys that, you know, just to steer the ship. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And then who were all the captains? Do you remember or you should?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I should remember. We'll see. Let's see. Um, This year we had, I think, six captains, uh, four offense uh, two defense this year. Uh, so me and Eric were representing the the defensive side this year. Mm-hmm. And then on offense, we had our second year quarterback, Brock Purdy. Wow. We had Mr. 19, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, 71, and George Kittle, number 85, our spectacular people's tight end. And uh, that made up our, our captains this year.
1: So the guys, correct me if I'm wrong, that are new, I guess you would say, to being a captain would be Brock and Debo. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So this year, uh, Debo and Brock. Yep, you're spot on, baby. Those are their. It's their first year with the with the C on their chest. And so uh, something also with the patch that they put on your jersey. There's four stars underneath that C. And so for every year that you are a captain, you you get a, a star filled in. I didn't and know so, that. And so since it's my fourth year being a captain. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is my fourth year being a captain. So I have all four stars uh, lit up.
1: You know, this reminds me of when I was a Girl Scout and you get your patches and your mom's get together. (laughs) And you're so proud of yourself because you got like, I sold the most cookies pouch. I'm this, I'm the pride you feel or I felt when I was a Girl Scout and I had all my patches. I can't imagine. It's like the pride you feel whenever you wear your, wait, but you were a Boy Scout. Do they have patches too or is it just Girl Scouts?
0: Boy Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. No Boy Scouts. You yeah, have patches too. Yeah. You get, okay. you get the little sash if you, with all the patch with all the patches on there.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love I, that. I love the
0: correlation, the correlation.
1: Yeah. It just makes you proud. <laughs> you got to see on your chest. It's a huge deal. <laughs> uh, I love that. Okay.
0: I, I really don't take it lightly at all.
1: So love that for you. Proud of you. Um, and I love that you have four stars now. What happens when you get your fifth year? Do you get another star?
0: so the cool thing i i forgot to mention this the cool thing about any five and over is you have all four stars lit up and then they they put gold all on the c so the c is is a white patch and then once you get five or more then they you get a all gold patch on your oh. right there on your jersey
1: oh that's awesome okay well can't wait for that Figures yeah place.
0: Um, okay, so before
1: we jump in to your game and you breaking that down, I want to talk a little bit about college football, if that's okay, because I am here. I would love in Al- that. Okay, because I am here in Alabama, and of course, I'm watching Fred's games with my family, but I'm also watching the Bama games. Um, and I watched Georgia game too, but most importantly, I watched Bama, and they had lost very, very bad, or not very badly, but. In the eyes of a true Bama fan, it was pretty bad. Um to Texas, which a huge so as, a, as you watching that, how do you feel about that? Because me, I think it's over. Like, I think the dynasty is over. It's so sad to, like, <laughs> see the door closing. No, seriously. I see the door and yeah. it's barely open. You know, it's about to, I think Saban's over it. I don't think he has the passion anymore. I just really think that, you know, the era is over. We'll take a dip and then hopefully come back. For when we have children and they go to Bama and hopefully play football. Um, so yeah, it's just really upsetting. It's upsetting to see.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like and it's classic, you know, when you're when you're just so die hard and you love your team so much, you're so invested, you know, and you're you're used to one thing for such a long time. I mean, give it up to Bama. They've been such like you mentioned, they've been a dynasty and just the standard of excellence and winning for such a long time now that when anything else happens that's not that, then all of a sudden it, People are like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's what's going on here? I hey, Sabin. <laughs> come on now! Hey, what's going on with the program, right? So, you know, it, I obviously for you, I understand that it might seem like things are not looking too good, but hey, it's just one game, all right. And then you got to give it to Texas. Texas came out; they played a heck of a game. They got a, a really we good also quarterback.
1: Also, lost to Tennessee, and that was huge. So it also it goes; it's all one. You know. Okay, like I said, I
0: know. you know, you are you are you are a diehard Bama through and through, went there, love it, all that, you know. But hey, you got you got to give them some grace I here know. and there. There if let's see how they bounce if they bounce back next week, let's see how the rest let's uh, let the rest of the season unfold, right? It's no, only what, week 2, week 3 of college football, so No. Let them do their thing.
1: You're right. You're right. I need to be um I don't know, I need to be a little bit more optimistic about the future, which hopefully i will be next week we'll see but right now it's just really sad but what like made everything better is that you guys went out there and freaking whooped the Steelers tail and i was so i mean i've never been to a game or with no i think last year we beat somebody pretty good but i've never been to a game that we like kind of just wipe someone out it's always like oh oh, please like i'm always so nervous that something's gonna happen because the nfl is so different from the sec in terms of just like it's i mean it's excellence on both ends always so anything could happen and it's just Mm -hmm. everyone's always just competing Mm -hmm. at the highest level so where sometimes in college it's just not the same like you know if bama plays somebody that's not as good you just kind of know they're gonna win but with i feel like with nfl now that i've gotten into it you, you literally you just never know who's gonna win so even though i have so much faith in y'all and i know that you're gonna try your hardest you just you just never know it's just it's crazy to me so um yeah you guys You guys killed it. I just want you to just take it. Talk about how you felt going in the game. Talk about how you felt. How do you feel once you guys start? Like you kind of feel like okay, like I think we got this, or if that even happens, or if you let the do you let the reins go and you're like I think we got it, or is it always like you never know?
0: Yeah, no, I mean you made a you made a great point, babe, uh, in there where you said. You know, in college, you have, you know, a juggernaut in Alabama who might play a smaller school and you kind of know for a fact, like, all right, they're going to win that game. The NFL, like everybody is the best of the best. This is the top tier uh, of, of, of football. So any week, anybody can beat anybody, like you said. Um, especially in week one, like I mentioned, like things are just so up in the air. You don't have a lot of tape to watch on the other team yet, except for the year before, but there might be a new offensive coordinator that you're playing against. There's new people that are starting at different positions. So there's so much up in the air, right? Um, but I was so confident going into this game because of our week of preparation was probably one of the best that I've, I've been around. You know, I think our, our practices throughout the week, our walkthroughs, the intent of everyone – and honestly, just to look in everybody's eyes when we got out there, you know, you, you see how I'm, I'm the one that breaks down the huddle before the game. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of can tell you can kind of tell when guys are, are just really dialed in and ready to just play for each other. Um, you know, I, find, I I feel it's important for us in that huddle to kind of just lock arms because, I mean, this is who we're riding with all the way through. You know, this is it's, it's only us and we're in a hostile environment. Um, you know, I can speak to how amazing the fan turnout was for, you know, the faithful showing up for us. Uh, that was insane in itself. And I could talk about that forever. But um, walking into that stadium, it was my first time at Heinz Field, by the way, Pittsburgh, uh, Heinz Field. I think I talked about that last episode. And uh, you know, it was it was cool. It was, it was, it was it was a cool little stadium. I'm looking around. It looked a lot like Cincinnati Stadium. I don't know why. I kept, I told that to a couple of people. I'm, I'm looking around, I'm like, Remind me of the Bengals stadium. I don't know why they're in the same division if they got similar stadiums. But, uh, you know, it was it was a cool stadium knowing that the history that's kind of been there ever since it's uh, been open. So, uh, yeah, everything went our way that game. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck. You look at things in the tape that we for sure could have done better um, and how the, the game could have been flipped in so many different directions based upon different plays happening. But that's just how the game goes. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. all decided on just a game of inches. Like they say, you know, it's one or two plays that might decide the game uh, at any point in the game, beginning or end. So um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a really great time. I think we, we lost the momentum, honestly, at the end of the first half when we they, they, Walked us down that park uh, all the way down the field and got that touchdown at the end of the half, oh, at the end yeah. of the first half. And then it, it was 20 nothing to 20 to seven.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then, but was I worried? Absolutely not. Like I went in that yeah. locker room. I told everybody, hey, it's zero, it's zero zero. Uh-huh. Like, I don't care if we've what we've done this whole entire first half. Yeah, they got a touchdown. Yeah, we've scored 20 points on offense, but it's a zero zero ball game. We didn't say we came in here to play 30 minutes of football. We said we were going to play a full 60. And so everybody went, you know, went on their way, and then offense came out, and that's when you had that huge run by Christian and the receivers blocking their tails off downfield. Boom, uh, twenty-seven to seven, and I think that that run right there kind of took their soul a little bit.
1: So, um,
0: and don't get me wrong, like that's that. What, one more thing, baby. One more thing. Don't get me wrong. That Steelers team is a heck of a football team. It just didn't go their way. On Sunday, like they have a lot of firepower, a lot of different playmakers on on either side of the ball. I think they're going to if I had to predict if they are going to be a great team this year, I'd say they're going to be a great team because Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches of all time. They got a great roster. It's just a matter of putting it together.
1: Okay. So you had a huge game. You're you, I mean every time I looked up I felt like you were something was happening when you had your hands on the ball. Something was going on. So I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. So um tell me like just walk through those for me, please.
0: Yeah, you know, I thought it was it was a good outing for me. Could have been better? Of course. You know, there's always things that you can you can do better. Oh my gosh. Um but if you were perfect, then there'd be nothing to work on, you know. So uh, but anyway, I think uh, I I had a, a good play at the end of the, uh, at the towards the end of the game. I think it was fourth quarter and we were on a long drive like they had figured out that, you know, they were finding some success with the no huddle offense. So like we're they're kind of chunking us down the field a little bit and you don't have time to catch your breath. And so I remember lining up on on the, this given play. And I'm sitting there like, oh, please don't run down the middle, because I don't want to chase this dude down. It was, they're tight end number eighty three. I didn't want, I didn't want to chase him down the middle, because I'm like, I'm already tired, I'm already gassed out. So I kind of stood there when they hiked it, and I looked at him, and I was like, oh, it's go time. So I literally just turned and ran, and you know that kind of, uh, that kind of technique and that coverage, I practiced that all offseason, all training camp of looking into the guy and, like, turning my head around. Because a lot of guys in that situation, they panic when the ball's in the air and you're down the field. Uh, but I I looked into, looked at, the, looked at the ball, and I saw him throw it. And it was just out of reach. I think if I had a little bit more juice in my legs, I could have really jumped up and snagged it out of the air. But was able to get a, a middle finger tip on it, and then Huff came out of nowhere. All pro Huff ah, gets the INT. He takes off down the field. And as soon as I saw him catch it, I didn't even run after him. I didn't run after him. That's how tired okay. I was. I'm, I was gassed out. I, I literally just pointed and I said, go score. You I know, because our whole mentality on defense is yeah. if we want to go score that thing. We're not even just trying to pick it. We're trying to go score with it. So that's why, keep that in mind now, that's why he's running down the field with the ball. He sees a lineman in front of him, and his first instinct is what? I'm going to pitch the ball back to get our other safety who's running alongside of him, Unfortunately, it was a forward pass because when you're running that fast, you can't, it's hard to make a, a true backward pass. He pitches it to get Gibb. Gibbs running down the sideline. He's gassed out and he gets tackled by the center of all people. You know, I'm like, Oh, Gabe, you can't do that, brother. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I was just happy that I was able to create a takeaway for the team uh, and add a little stat to, to Mr. Hifunga's, uh stat list.
1: Huge, 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 huge. Okay, so the other one where you almost caught it, but it was like it was like one of these. What mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. what does okay? First mm-hmm. of all, my brother was just saying like maybe that counts for something in your stats, and I didn't really understand what he was saying. So uh-huh. it's not gonna count as an interception because you didn't have control. But what does it does it count as something? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, that situation, it, I think it should count as a pass breakup because how do they know the difference of if I'm breaking a pass up, you know, that's kind of floating over the top or if it's back behind here and I try to catch it. I think I think it goes down as a pass breakup. But that was one of those ones where like I literally made that catch in practice a thousand times. Like I don't even that's how silly I was acting when he threw it. I mean, even though it was back here, I didn't even care. Like I was I didn't look at it was the issue. I just let uh. it kind of slip away and i'm looking at the end zone because the end zone right there we're so close i didn't even look at the ball so it was one of those ones where you just gotta look at you gotta look the ball in brother <laughs> look the ball in you got you maybe made it got a little pick sick i don't know but no hey, 100 if you
1: would have if you would have got control of it there at the end because you literally it was like and i was like no it's right there and then it i was like no it was mm-hmm. so close but mm-hmm. i for sure since it was so close mm-hmm. and the game had like it was not too far in the game where you were just completely gassed. One thousand mm-hmm. percent, that would have been a pick six. One hundred percent, <laughs> but it's okay. It's
0: you know okay. Me, hey, me being the Christian man that I am. All right, I always believe in in God's timing. You know, it's mm-hmm. not my it wasn't my time yet. That's all he was telling me in that moment. That's you all know, I mean. so hey, it allows me to reflect and look at all right, what do I need to do differently next time? Look the ball in, Freddie. <laughs> look the ball, and you might have yourself in interception. So. <laughs> I'm not worried about it one bit.
1: No, as you should not be. Are you kidding me? Like those are a dime a dozen in the Warner House. Um, okay, so anything <laughs> else you want to talk about with the game?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was pretty, I was pretty happy about uh, that tackle I made to start the game. Um, I think it was their first run play. They ran a couple of pass plays, a jet sweep, and then their oh. first run play. We had a loaded box. Both receivers were wide outs and I knew what time it was. I was like, all right, let's go. And we dialed up something up front for the D-line to kind of eat up the offensive line. Nobody came up to me, and I literally just sprinted through and just zing, went right through and made it. And, uh, you know, that's one of those ones that you dream about, just you and him in the hole and just doing what you do.
1: So, as you know, my whole family is Alabama fans, and one of my favorite moments in the whole game, just selfishly, was, um, my brother is like, Najee harris, naji harris. And like, love that for naji, but like, when we're not playing my husband, you know? Um, so oh, what yeah. my, my I was so freaking happy when you like leveled him. I was just like, let's go oh, like man. that. I was super yeah. excited to see that because everyone's like, he's gonna, yeah. um, what jump over you or something. And Fred's like, no, <laughs> he's not going to do that. <laughs> is that what it is?
0: Nah. Her yeah, like, no, nah, he's known for, uh, He's known for his hurdle ability, being yeah, able yeah. to jump over guys and which he has a really great. good stiff arm as well. Which is great. Yeah, no, he's a great player. I, I I you know, I love Najee. You know, met him this off season in Oregon. We went to the little Nike event and uh we had a good time. But hey, Najee, I'm sorry, brother. You know, no, it, I'm it a Najee Harris away, fan. Brother
1: every, any day besides the day that he plays you. So now for the rest of the season, like go Najee, like let's go, like do what you need to do, like roll tide always, you know, it's not just in Tuscaloosa, it's wherever you go next. But when you're playing you, it's it's a different situation. <laughs> okay, I think that's great. Do you feel like you need to share anything else about the game? Is there anything else that you were just like, wow. Oh, okay, what about one of your teammates? Like besides yourself, besides you brought up Huff? Um, Offense, defense that you'd like to shout out for the game?
0: Would love to. I'm so happy you brought that up. Um, you know, I think this game was so big for Drake Jackson. Um, our our second-year defensive end out of USC. He's had a huge offseason. You know, but he stayed here uh, in the Bay this offseason and, and really worked his tail off hard. Um, had, to, had a hiccup in training camp. I think, you know, pulled – pulled a me or something uh so kind of had some time off in of training camp but for him to come out week one and have three sacks the Crazy. the hat trick in week one oh my goodness gracious that right there is almost unheard of like tj watt on the other side who was a reigning defense player of the year or no not reigning is reigning me last year but anyway he's he's i think a two-time defense player of the year and he had three sacks So, Drake having three sacks was big time for him. For him and his confidence, I know going forward, I think that's going to be huge for him. So, guys, keep a lookout for Drake Jackson this season.
1: Mm -hmm. He's really good. And then on the other side. Wait, before you do offense, I love that you chose Dre um, because I after that game, I texted his girlfriend, Bree, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm freaking screaming for you guys. He did so great. I think I saw that he had, like, three total – sacks his whole season last year. And then he got that in one game. Mm -hmm. which is I mean, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And he's so good. Obviously, Uh, everyone knows that. But I mean, holy cow. I just was so excited for her. And I texted her and I was like, your man is incredible. Because I know they're so excited. And they're so young and sweet. And I'm just I love to see that I just love to see it. Okay, so now Mm -hmm. your offense, what's your offense choice?
0: My offensive choice, um, a lot, to, a lot of people to go around. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose two on offense just from afar that I saw. You know, I didn't get to watch the tape on the offensive side, but just on the bench watching, I think the combo of Purdy and Ayuk all game. I think those two really showed out. Obviously, I was, I was really hoping for Purdy to, you know, come out hot and have a good game just for his confidence as well. You know, obviously, this is his first game back ever since that, that injury he sustained in the NFC Championship game. Uh, to his elbow, had that rehab all offseason and worked his tail off to get ready to go for training camp, had a great training camp, and came out just humming on point. Mm-hmm. I, but to be honest, I really knew he would because, I mean, he, he's kind of just that guy. He's, he's kind of dialed in the right way. Uh, and then B.A. came out and obviously had a great game as well, blocking, uh, dicing guys up with his, with his route running, all type of stuff. So two guys that were really going to need to have huge uh, huge years this year because of what we're trying to do and they both started out hot
1: yeah everybody I mean yeah those players that you mentioned of course I mean they're I mean you guys really like I was blown away I was so happy to see the end of that game it was 37 I was so confident throughout the whole thing I just you guys killed it and I'm so excited for next week so to wrap up you guys won. You're excited. You got on that long plane ride back from uh, Pittsburgh to uh, home. And then how long was the plane? It was like five hours, right?
0: Yeah, it was a pretty long, uh, pretty long ride. I think it was about five hours. Yeah. Um, and, you know, probably people probably thinking you get on the plane and you're jumping and, and hooting and hollering got music playing all type of stuff We, hey, you know, it's a long day especially in that hot, humid sun. We was out there. It took it out of me. I know that. I I can't sleep on on the plane after a game, but, you know, I'm on the plane. I'm watching a little movie. I might treat myself to a little Reese's Cup and a a Twix bar maybe, you know, just because I I earned it. (laughs) Uh, And then, um, you know, you just kind of get up, walk around, kind of chat it up with your boys. Um, You might have coaches come through the player, the little player part of the, the plane just to chop it up a little bit. So the plane rides are much more fun on a win than a loss. I'll say that. So it was, it was a, a smooth and and good flight.
1: Yeah. Love that. And you'll be right back on a plane, uh, next week because you're playing in LA at SoFi and I will not be attending again because one, I'm in Alabama Two, I don't travel to LA because I don't do SoFi love that people love SoFi. It's huge. It's, (laughs) Techno, it's futuristic, I love that. But, um, it took me um, two hours to uh find the vehicle that I had. Uh, I, okay, I've been there two years, I'll just say it. I've been there for two years in a row because it's right in our backyard, it's a 45 minute flight. Why wouldn't I go? Mm-hmm. Of course, so I tried two years in a row, same situation. I first year, I didn't get a pre ordered car. I was like, oh, it'll be fine, it's LA, like, there'll be a car. Right. no. I, tears, it was horrible second year i was like okay well i'm gonna book a car in advance i'm gonna book a black car it's gonna get there soon it's gonna be big it's gonna sit right there right when i get out i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that i make my flight home because if you are a wife or a girlfriend or family and you're traveling you don't want to stay that extra day and have to leave on monday when your significant other is going to be home within the hour you want to be home too you know you won't be home within the hour but you'll be home within Three four hours maybe if you get a flight that's close to the end of the time the game ends all that to say tried to do that for two years in a row failed miserably almost i mean i was being circled in downtown la i'm crying by myself by the way i'm not with family i'm not with a girlfriend i'm not with anyone i'm by myself and it's just i'm fine like i can defend myself like i'm not scared i'm really not scared of anything but i was just i was panicking because i was like i'm gonna miss my flight i had to go back and get my luggage all that to say, I don't go to SoFi and Fred's okay with that. Last year I told you, I said, I'm not gonna ever do it again. And you're like, I get it. I wouldn't do it either if I was in your position. Uh, so uh, and I guess until we can afford a helicopter to take me to San Francisco, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> I'm not going to SoFi. So yeah, but mm-hmm. you're going and you're gonna have so much fun. I'm gonna watch you from the comfort and from the nice little cozy Alabama couch right here, and we're going to cheer you on. And you're going to have an amazing mm. game. But enough about me. How do you like uh, SoFi? Do you like playing there?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. First, let me, let me say, like, yeah, it's – L.A. Is, is so busy as it is already. And then, obviously, on a, on a hectic game day, I can only imagine how difficult it is getting in and out of the stadium, obviously trying to get a car – if you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do people just walk places after during and after the game? I don't know. Maybe. Uh. So I don't I don't have you know, I understand completely your side of it, babe. You know, I would never want to put you in that position. So I, I understand completely. Um. So far for me, I do actually enjoy playing there, Uh. you know, only because as a football player, what, what do you always look for? You look at okay the field conditions. What what does the the turf or the grass feel like? I feel like they have a really good turf. It's a fast turf, so which means that you you know you feel fast on it. It's well kept, uh, and then you also look at all right. How are our fans going to travel? And since it's a nice quick plane ride from San Francisco yeah. to L.A., and we got a lot of fans in L.A., hey, the fans so show good. out when it comes to SoFi so Stadium. Good.
1: Yeah, so yeah. good.
0: So I always look forward to playing there because the fans do show out so heavily and it it almost feels like a home game every time we we show up there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the Rams are a divisional opponent that are are always a tough game for us. You know, people are always going to look at, all right, the Niners have won whatever games out of however games or the last whatever. Listen, I don't care about none of that. They're a really good football team. They're a divisional rival uh, that we – Always got to make sure we're ready for, you know, and they're coming off a huge win in Seattle, which, I mean, I didn't know how that game was going to go. Like I said, week one is always a toss-up, but trying to go into Seattle with that type of energy that they have and the type of football team they have, and they went in there and they took care of business, I mean, that speaks volumes to the type of team they have going into this season. So Mm -hmm. we better buckle up this chin strap right here and be ready to go um, because they're going to be humming. And now I kind of feel bad.
1: Should I change my flight and come?
0: I <laughs> no, no you I just every year it's I okay. try,
1: I try so hard. I'm like, it's gonna be different. They're gonna have, they're gonna improve their parking situation. And every year I'm by myself, and
0: mm-hmm. every year
1: it's a tragic failure. And I'm in tears. I know. I know. Okay, fine. I'll just, it's fine. Um, yeah, okay, totally okay. Uh, um so okay i think that's i think that's it um we do have some questions because last week we asked you guys um if you had would have any questions for us specifics on just family life football me our dogs anything and we got some so uh, i think fred you're gonna start read us the first one
0: sure i'll uh i'll read it and then i'll let you kind of take it if, okay. if it has something to do with you okay okay this person at perfect chino i think is how you pronounce that i love following sydney on ig she does it all and is so real and authentic oh my god couldn't agree what more I needed question for your next episode <laughs> <laughs> question for your next episode uh for fred do you have any pregame ritual that you do and then for sydney You mentioned hosting Christmas this year. What are some of your favorite traditions you started with Fred? I'll let you take it, babe.
1: Uh, First of all, I love her and she seems like my type of gal. Um, So thank you for following me and being sweet and not rude. But, okay, what, yes, we're hosting Christmas because Fred plays on Christmas Day, so I'm so excited. I'm all about the holidays, all about decorating, cooking, all the things. Um, The question was, what are some of our traditions? So, we've never, he's never played on Christmas before, so this is going to be, I guess we'll start a new tradition this year with hosting. This will be our first year hosting family in our house for Christmas because usually, Our families just stay away and it's just fred and i for christmas so i'm so excited i'm literally redesigning our living room just over this because i'm so excited so i think this year is going to be so special it'll start a tradition of having family in the house on christmas eve like have a we'll have a big christmas dinner of course house will be decked out and then that morning we'll wake up fred will go uh, to the stadium and then we'll pack up the car full of family and we'll go watch him play on Christmas day. Like, are you kidding? What's, how, like, mm. how could it be better?
0: <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah. Sounds like a dream.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited. Like I wish we could fast forward. Um, okay. What was your question?
0: Uh, so she asked me what any, if any, uh, what if any are my pregame rituals before mm-hmm. the game?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and I'm trying to think, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty particular about how my process goes before the game. I try to keep it all the same uh in terms of my warm up. My my warm up is big for me. I I, you know, in the locker room, kind of rolling out, uh, working with my 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 gosh trainer, Elliot. Shout out to Elliot you, and Elliot. uh doing doing whatever I need to do on the field. Um yeah, I think uh I think just kind of doing my warm up, listening to my music. Um, yeah, uh, anything else? Not really. I mean, I take the early bus if it's an early game. I take, I always take the early bus. Uh, always eat a nice little nutritious meal to make sure I'm fueled up, ready to go. You know, kind kind of the basics. Eat, you I'm always sorry.
1: eat the same thing. I feel like. So, how about you tell tell us what? Because I feel like you have the same breakfast every game. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Uh. So, yeah, know, I, I usually always eat about the same thing uh, for breakfast. You know, I, I keep it pretty simple. I'll do like a scramble, a little nutritious scramble with some veggies in there. Might mix it up and do a little over easy egg on some hash brown sometimes. But um, I also this is this is a this is a key here, which I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence about these days because I'm trying to be a little bit more healthy vibes. Right. And so I started doing a waffle on game day in the mornings. Uh, they have a little waffle maker. They make you a waffle. And I started doing this because back in 2019, uh, you know, we were we were going to the Super Bowl. All right, we're we're at the Super Bowl. It's Miami, and my guy, it's like my it's like a brother to me, Malcolm Smith, Super Bowl MVP for Seattle Seahawks. He's on the team, the 49ers at the time. And he's like a mentor to me, and I'm asking him, I'm like, bro, you won Super Bowl MVP. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what what did you do? He's like, bro, the morning of the Super Bowl. I ate a waffle and I'm like, done. I'm eating a waffle. Literally. The morning of the Super Bowl, I ate a waffle. And in that Super Bowl, I did have an interception on Patrick Mahomes. All right. I'm not gonna whatever. We didn't win the game. All right, but I had a decent game. And so of course you take little things and you become superstitious about them. But uh I'm not I'm not superstitious, I'm just a little stitious. So mm-hmm. I I do the waffle. Sometimes I don't do the waffle. I'm I'm kind of trying to wait. I'm trying to get myself off the waffle because the waffle is ne- not not necessarily the best thing you should be eating. All that all that sugar before a game. Uh, so yeah, that's just something a little interesting about me.
1: Question: Did you have a waffle before you played the Steelers?
0: I had a waffle. I had a waffle before I played. So we gonna have a waffle next and, Sunday,
1: and we're gonna have a waffle the next Sunday, and the next, okay. and the next. Wow.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it looks like I'm going to just keep eating waffles, unfortunately. Have you a
1: waffle? Indulge. Um, okay, so next question is from Stephanie17. What is your guys' favorite game memory? What game were you guys looking forward to most this season? So,
0: I'll let you um, uh, start that one, honey.
1: I think Brett and I, I mean, usually – just from my perspective we always agree that the green bay packer game uh last year was a last year um was one of our both uh um, favorite, was it it was a playoff that game was two years it was ago a,
0: 2021 playoff, it was 2021 yeah, 2021 playoff.
1: Playoffs. yeah that i think we always agree is one of the most iconic games um that we were both at that we i mean of course for fred in a players aspect but also for me as a viewer was just it was beautiful i think the packer stadium is my favorite stadium besides the levi's it's incredible the environment how it turned out that winning kick it was just it was just incredible so i think we both could say that's one of our favorites if not the top together and then i would say the game i'm looking more most forward to this season is the christmas day game what about you
0: Uh, I think you uh, you hit it on the head with that one, honey. Uh, I don't know if I mean I have a lot of really special moments uh, Mm -hmm. in my my nice short six year career I've had. Um, I think that one sits right up there in the top, you know, in the top three. I think that that game, being in that environment with the snow drizzling down in a playoff atmosphere, uh, you know, I had a good game and the way, in the fashion that we won that game, on point. Couldn't couldn't agree more, honey. Um, And the game I'm looking forward to is uh, L.A. Rams (laughs) at L.A. Rams. I don't even know who who we play after that. So I'm going to go with L.A. Rams.
1: Okay, and then you can finish the third question.
0: Yes. Uh, So for our last third and final question, we have uh, at the Neri family. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. I would like to know who is Fred's main man on the team and who is Sydney's favorite non-Fred Niner player. Um. Okay. Let's see. My main man on the team. I, you know what? I have so many main man's on the team because they just they just all my boys. They all my brothers. Um. You know. I think I got I got to give it to my dog. My dog Dre Greenlaw. I mean, I'm out there rocking with him side by side every single down, every single day. Uh. That's my boy. We. I think they said it on the broadcast. We like peanut butter and jelly out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we just know where each other's going to be at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that'd probably be my main man, uh, babe. Who who you uh, who are you a fan of on the team?
1: I I think I'm going to keep it in the same in the same breath. I think my guys, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, Love him. Mm-hmm. He's, a, mm-hmm. he's a fashionista mm-hmm. off the field. Fashionista. He's got some, some soul to him. He's got some wisdom. He's uh, he's just <laughs> an all around great guy, and he makes me laugh. So I would say, I would say Flan. I would say Flan.
0: Yeah, I I'd probably put him right there next to Dre too. That's my guy. Yeah, love Flan.
1: And speaking of Flan, I am not going to be able to uh, record next week. Because I will be traveling home Mm -hmm. to my beautiful husband, which I'm so excited about. So since since I'll be traveling that day and we have to keep on schedule, we are going to ask. I mean, I'm not going to call him out, but Fred has planned for Flan, (laughs) my favorite player, to be the guest Mm -hmm. for next week. So Mm -hmm. they will just talk like football, linebacker, juicy, all that. Um, just for one one episode mm-hmm. and then I'll be back. I'll be back to give um <laughs> what I give. So <laughs> so that'll be good. <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah, that's um, right, guys, you still gotta ask him. So hopefully that goes through, or I just uh, got you guys excited for nothing. I already asked him. I oh. already asked
0: him and he has he agreed. He has agreed. Flan will be on the pod and uh he will be a fan favorite for sure.
1: Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Tell him to dress, just dress, because I know, tell him to dress so that they can see what I'm saying. He's just great. You can follow him on Instagram. I'm not sure what his Instagram is to see his drips, but they're great. Um, Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, Again, we will do fan questions. So if you guys like this, I really liked that question portion. Did you like it?
0: Love them yeah I really, questions. keep them coming please,
1: please yeah so keep them coming you guys can submit any more, and we will pick uh we'll pick some and answer them but until then that is it thanks so much babe for joining me i hope you have a great rest of your night i'm about to eat a salad cuddle with kobe and get ready mm. for my day tomorrow you are you off tomorrow you're done right for or like an off day
0: yeah, tomorrow's our off day. So we uh we will be in the state. We will be at the facility anyway. You know how I am. Uh especially since my wife is not here, I won't have to scurry home and uh to, to spend time with my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, who I miss dearly. I wish you were here, honey. I know. Um, but you know, I have to I have to be here in this lonely house uh by myself until you come back home. So uh you enjoy Alabama, I love you so much. Can't wait till you're home.
1: No, I love you. I'll be back soon. And we will we'll be together once again. But thanks guys so much. We I will not see you next week. Fred will see you next week. And you can follow us anywhere you get your – subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on our social media accounts. And for anything NFL, you can always go to 33rdteam.com. Uh, we will see you guys soon. Bye. Peace.